Welcome to Nerdy Geeky Freaky, the podcast for all you nerds, geeks, and freaks. This is episode 23, the podcast supreme. I am William Jerk. I am Mike. And today we... Distracted. But yeah, very Mike distracted. Very distracted. And today we have a guest host, Adrian. That's not so special guest. Thanks. You suck. <laughs> oh, okay. The man, <laughs> yeah, the man who's never played Skyrim. <laughs> leave now. Might as well just leave the table. Right. Bye. <laughs> okay, that was, that was short. Alright, anyway, let's start off how we normally start off, Will, with the nerdy news headlines. What's five? Number five, uh, Rogue One came out, but what we really want to talk about today is no title crawl. No opening crawl. Yes, no t- opening crawl. And it, as Adrian was putting it before the show, it is uh, something that Lucasfilm decided to do to separate it from the saga films, and it is a little jarring, though. I mean, and... After seeing, I've seen the movie. They haven't seen the movie. I'm not going to go into any spoilers. We're going to see it right after the show. Yes, they're going to go. I wish I could go with you, but I got to work in the morning. Anyway, uh, there, it, it's one of those movies that is very closely tied to like a bunch of different source materials. Like it benefits to have an opening crawl. It should would have benefited a lot more because they're like not just like you. You can have a general knowledge of Star Wars and still follow along with the movie, but. It helps to have an expanded knowledge of Star Wars, like. Well, yeah, that's why they did it. But I heard they they don't want to do it because they well it makes it different from the original Star Wars movies. But mm-hmm. that's taken more stories away that they can use for further movies. Oh, you mean like doing oh. more eventual spinoffs, like around centered around? The yeah, because like the whole like getting the Death Star plans and like fighting their way out of the Empire to get to give it to um, Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. That's a movie right there. That is the movie, basically, Rogue One. Ooh. Oh, oh, thanks, Dick. Okay. I didn't. I didn't watch any previews. You watch any previews? Okay. Spoiler. Well, granted, I mean, I, episode. F- it, it literally is the lead up to episode four. So if you've seen episode four, you basically spoiled this whole damn movie. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, it's a bit. It's it's jarring. I. For the casual moviegoer, it would have benefited them, but for anyone who's, like I said, anyone who's got somewhat of a basic knowledge of Star Wars, they'll, they'll, fall, they'll still fall along without being, like, too confused, but just, <laughs> I would have preferred if they did put the opening crawl, especially since this is what Star Wars is known for. I heard there's a good transition where it doesn't really need it, it just no, in a yeah. good way that a movie has no transitional crawl in any other movies. They did a nice way. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was so good. It was still, I mean, I, I got over it within like five minutes of the movie starting. Like once the movie starts, you're like, oh, well, okay, I forgive it. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's a solid movie though. Uh, Rogue One is a very solid movie. It is a very good first spinoff film to set the bar very high. I think for future spinoff films where they've proven they can do a movie separate from the Skywalkers and still make it plausible and, yeah. and believable so. and fun. No Ewoks. <laughs> no Ewoks. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Ewok prequel in the future. Because no, they had that spinoff. You know, oh yeah, Ewoks actually, yeah. And the cartoon series. The new holiday, the new Christmas special is coming out soon. No. Yeah. <laughs> That was actually pretty terrible, actually. There's like no getting around that one. It's not like, ho-ho, it's fun to hate it, but no, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. Anyway, what's number four? So number four, we have the Harley Quinn Gossam City Sirens trailer. No. Trailer? No, no it's a... Talk about? Announcement. 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 Green light to make yeah. the movie. Green light to make the movie, which... 
It's, this is why I wanted to put it on the on the. Is this today. legit? This is legit. This comes from the now former, actually, uh, head of development for uh, DC Warner Brothers. He, like, that day after they announced this, they fired him and replaced him with somebody else. Why? Because it's, uh, this is why I put it on, I wanted it on the topic, because I want to kind of rant a little bit about what I feel like DC's doing wrong at this point. And well, they're, uh, straight-to-DVD movies are perfect, man. I love them. Every single one of them is great. Their animated division oh, is, yeah, is... They're just totally destroying it with the animated movies. And, and, and their television, too. Like, everything else is working fine except for the, 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 the movies, because they, they're trying to catch up to Marvel at this point. But the, my problem with DC is that, as uh, someone else put it quite better than I, I will, is that they're as right now as of right now they're more reactionary than sticking to their plan. Like they're basing every every new decision they make off of fan reactions, which is uh, really a really bad move because. They yeah, found out, they yeah. found out uh, Suicide Squad was a hit uh, with fans and and box at fan, with fans and box office. Not so much with critics. Critics kind of mm-hmm. tore that movie apart, and understandably so. There's story issues, but one of the things that all critics and fans could agree on was Deadshot and Harley Quinn were standouts in that movie, and because of that. They decided, oh, let's make a Harley Quinn movie, mm-hmm. and have, and or then we're probably gonna, and we're gonna make a Deadshot movie. They're reacting. They're Deadshot movie ain't to gonna plan. work. The Harley Quinn that was expected even yeah. before. But they're reacting because they had a plan. They, it's all part of the plan. Uh, that they were gonna, you know, it was gonna be Justice League. Then it was gonna be the solo films, Justice League Part Two, and then eventually they were gonna do a Batman solo movie, supposedly. Now they've announced that not only are they gonna replace one of the uh, potential, like, I think they're replacing the Cyborg movie with the Harley Quinn Gotham Sirens. Uh, they're pushing Justice League 2 back a year, and they're putting the Batman in that spot. Possibly putting the Batman solo film in that spot. I heard there's a lot of problems with the Ben Affleck Batman movie. Like, he's really getting... That was that uh, someone, probably even the guy who got fired was talking to him about to Ben Affleck that we don't care about story that much because people who watch this movie aren't really caring about story because basically it's still, they're just talking about how China is the big money maker now. What, no, actually with the, the this is what I heard that Ben Affleck was talking to somebody when he was promoting his movie that's coming out the, in, in a week uh, Live by Night that he was saying that you know he doesn't really you know he, he was kind of it was taken a little bit off uh, off the cuff what he said, but basically he was saying he doesn't really uh, want to stick to DC's plan when it comes to like all the story beats he needs to follow because he's like, it's my movie. Batman's my character in this movie. I'm directing it. It's my vision. He's directing it and starring it. I'm surprised he's not rewriting it too. He's rewriting direct- it with Jeff Johns. Jesus, man. Then like, how much like. Push. I, I say give him free reign. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got some pretty good movies under his belt right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really Argo, see yeah, Argo, and uh, the town, yeah, and the town, that was Gone good. Baby Gone, mm-hmm. all good ones, yeah. And even movies he starred in, you know, uh, Gone Girl, and then this Live by Night is getting some good reviews, come early reviews. Yeah, so they know he's doing fine. Yeah. So who's gonna play um, 
um, guess Catwoman and well, still, they're still they're in talks uh, with people probably they probably haven't decided but they haven't announced it yet. I, I heard what's her name from the Transformers movies the first ones wants to be Poison Ivy God what's her name Megan Fox Megan Fox God help me I'm sure she wants to I'm not it could have been just... she couldn't dye her hair red for freaking April and Neil what makes you think she's gonna dye her red hair red for I say Poison she's Ivy like what that's subpar but it's best. a sexy character yeah but you can only sell that so much before you start realizing hey she's, she's 40 hot, but she can't act nope yeah at least Margot Robbie's easy on the eyes and on the on the acting reel yeah she's really good and she's really good she's a really good actress too but uh I don't know my dream casting for those two movies would be for Poison Ivy I would want either uh Bryce Ellis Howard or Jessica Chastain those two redheads. I would have said Emma Stone, but eh, I'll wait. And for Catwoman? I don't think the voice would match up with Emma. No. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter the voice. It's, raspy, I, but it's, yeah. just... it's all looks, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't think of a Selena Kyle. Maybe you guys can throw a name out for Selena Kyle. Um, I don't know. Um, God, imagine how you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, Which one are you going to pull from? Are you going to pull from like the Arkham stuff? I think they're going to pull from the Arkham because it the seems Arkham like they're games. doing a lot of the Arkham stuff. Some no ones. I love no ones. Like these Star Wars movies. Oh, it's just it like great. Yeah, some yeah. no ones in there. Yeah, I mean, I think a no one would be actually a, an unknown would be a very good choice yeah, for Catwoman. It doesn't take you out of the picture. Like, hey, it's Jack Nicholson being like the Joker or something like that. It's mm-hmm. the Joker. Because we did just come off of a pretty good Catwoman with uh, Anne Hathaway. I don't know how you guys felt about her in the Dark Knight Rises. For what they're aiming for, for Christopher yeah. Nolan. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like, she's not a cat burglar. She's just a burglar. She's got the ears because it's her like, goggles. goggles. She's brilliant. It's like, yeah. stuff like that. Not at one point was she ever called Catwoman. Just... Yeah. The cat or something like that. It they didn't call her that. It's just like, hey, you over there. Like Batman, Bane, Joker. Can't Boy. call her a Catwoman, though. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh. Yeah, that would be that would be a good choice for as a unknown for Hot Topics. You're gonna love it. Yes. Oh, God. yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think they are gonna go for an Arkham feel because it seems like they're going for more like an Arkham, Dark Knight Returns type feel for these Batman for this Batman because if you look at the fight scenes in Batman v Superman with him and thing I've ever seen for Batman, and it yeah. feels like they put that thing in afterwards. It felt like something Ben Affleck had to fight for. They're like, okay, well, to give you like two weeks to film this. No, I feel like that one was actually Zack Snyder's brainchild. Oh. That is total Zack Snyder directing at its peak. Yeah, there was no snow, so I don't know. It wasn't True. slow motion. <laughs> it wasn't slow motion, so like, I gotta give it. He, he, I gotta give it to Will. He, he might be right on that one about Ben Affleck. Yeah, fine for that one. Well, if, if that's the case, if that was Ben Affleck's like decision and somewhat input on. It the felt nothing stuff. like anything else in the movie, though. Mm. True, it did. You're right. The one joke too. Yeah, it was like the uh, the Flash, not the Flash, Quicksilver's moment in all the X Men movies. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole movie is this part, and we go around it. True. But yeah, so I can't wait for that one. Okay. Anyway. Number three, we have the Nintendo Switch was announced quite, uh, I think, about three weeks ago, two weeks ago. So I can't wait because it looks amazing with the new Zelda and possibly a new Pokemon game console. Nintendo getting fat kids skinny since nineteen ninety two. It's trying. Mm-hmm. I can't wait because. It's, I hate the fact that, I love, hate Nintendo. And the Pokemon Go was the best slash worst app of all time. I reviewed it a while ago. I forgot what I gave it. Something, it did it a lot better. It's doing a lot better now. But I like the idea. It's basically just a Wii U pad that you can take with you. I don't know how 
everyone wants to know how long the battery life is. Yeah, that's the, the, big, the big thing. On yeah, because yeah. my three DS can last about five hours, pretty good. Well, I, I could say it's from this is my first time seeing it tonight, but I mean, if it plays as well as it looks, I mean, it's something even I would actually put money towards. I mean, mm -hmm. that was pretty neat. It's got a dual thing. Uh, Mario Kart's never a bad thing. But damn it, if they make a Pokemon Go style game. You better be able to battle wild Pokemons you find out in the freaking wild. Well, the whole world. thing that usually with Pokemon games is there's like, take for instance, um, red and blue. Later on, they have a green mm. or so on and so on. So the console one might be... Green still one of the hardest Pokemon games to find in the world. Really? Yeah, I mean, you have to pretty much order it from Japan. Oh, well, no, there we go. These so the handheld ones? Can we go with games you're talking about yeah yeah usually the handheld ones because yeah. there's not been one on a console yet okay. ben if you want to talk about pokemon stadium. stadium or snap which aren't real those back are... in the day n64 status sorry <laughs> i bad. haven't played a handheld game for like since game boy so get a game boy man we got a new handheld I saw, console that's why i have my game boy actually i was so i want to find a classic uh game boy the sp I got one in my room. I got like a whole bunch. SP or I got an SP, a DS. I got yeah. a Game Boy Color. Mm -hmm. I I still have my Game Boy Color, but the only reason I want the SP is because the screen lights up. They had a nice, really nice. Um, well, I think that was the beginning of the special edition cases, mm -hmm. which they have a lot ones going on now. So they have um, the Pokemon games, a lot of good games, good launch titles. Which finally Zelda is going to be a launch title, which I'm praying and hope because they owe me because they, bat uh, pushed that back, pushed it back wait, wait several years. Time. Oh, uh, this Justin—they pushed Zelda back two years. Shut up! <laughs> Shut. They did already, man. They owed it to me for the Wii U launch. And you're, it was, you're you're gonna send your daughter off to college. Uh, next Zelda movie this isn't this isn't Kingdom Hearts. This isn't Half Life Three. This is Zelda. This is a game that so many people would like. This console's holding its life against it. Hold that life against too. I still have never played a Kingdom Hearts game. He's brought up that. Sidebar: If any of you guys ever played like what was it? Um, like Shadow of the Colossus or Ico or anything like that. You know how that company just came out with, what is it, The Last Guardian? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Apparently a lot of backlash on that thing. Oh, it looks terrible. Like, I remember that game talking about 06. They said it's, it's a PlayStation 4 platform game, but it's got PlayStation 3 graphics and mechanics. It's got is, that weird uh, Wind Waker shell yeah. sh shading. And it does. I was wondering why. It did yeah. remind me of Shadow of the Colossus yeah. when I saw the, the it's previous. It's the same people, and people have been waiting for this in a... Apparently the AI is just like the dumbest thing ever because you ask it to go forward, it goes the other direction. Surprising so. from the people that brought Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, yeah. I was One pretty disappointed. Most myself. critically acclaimed games of the P of the PlayStation Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard it was good. I never played it. I played God of War instead. Same game. Yeah. No. And uh, Castlevania, for 360. Same game. Mm -hmm. Symphony of the Night. Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of all those uh, <laughs> attack Ooh, hit R quick time motions. God of War Five can't. Work. Four. Can't wait. Oh, that's good. Anyway. None of this stuff's going to be on Nintendo, by the way. <laughs> so they have a lot of third-party stuff, but basically the one people are waiting for, Mario, Pokemon, Zelda, all the big hitters, which they have third-party games. And the way they're want to do a whole thing where they get you out of the house, mm -hmm. which the handheld looks amazing, that you take apart the whole like screen. It's got the nunchucks on the side. And it looks good. I want to see more of it. They gave a little commercial, but basically it's just telling us to get out of the house. Which we're doing already. Mm -hmm. So I want to see more when the games come out. Which I don't like these new consoles now because basically the games aren't finished or they're only being played for about two months. Mm. Yeah, that, I mean, to go on a little bit of rant, that's kind of why I stopped gaming so so much because I got tired of 
a game coming out and then it was like oh but in two like get the special edition you get early access to dlc that you would have to pay that you still have to pay 20 bucks for yeah nintendo don't do that yeah. nintendo doesn't do any of that garbage it full games it pushes them out pretty good we still got games going up for the 3ds that came out two years ago mario maker for the 3ds just came out i mean and dragon quest 7 which is amazing mm-hmm. amazing they still Nintendo. That's the one thing I can say that Nintendo has over all the other console games. If it's unless it's a, an MMO, they don't care much about campaign or stories. It's just all about multiplayer. And Nintendo doesn't have to rely on multiplayer because they're My not a multiplayer. Platform God, you can sit next to someone on a couch and play a game with them. Still, that's a giant thing. That's why I like Nintendo. They don't consider themselves a console company. It's a gaming company mm-hmm. for games. So they're not in crazy competitive against you know the big two which are basically just clashing heads constantly sony and microsoft too so it, it, that is a very valid point because actually i'm i do miss the days of sitting on a couch and uh, i love my new games yeah. screen. i do love the graphics and all the stories and blah 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 for all the ps4 games but i do miss the days of sitting down there with like a mario kart game or mario brawl or something like that. yeah just mm-hmm. having at it brawl man that. super smash yeah it's, brawl and smash it's mm-hmm. great game friendships yeah, you can't uh, do that. I, I miss uh, being able to just get two controllers or four controllers with the uh, with classic Xbox put on on uh, Halo and just go to town, just capture the flag, domination, whatever the yeah. hell you want to play. And then, you know the obvious. You're looking at screen, screen looker, screen yeah, looker. Exactly. That's why I love Nintendo. Okay. Anyway, so let's move on. number two, we had the Spider-Man trailer came out. Great. I thought it was great. It looked great, right? Sorry. Sorry. That's so that was the big deal. That, Spider-Man, we've been waiting for. Yeah. I mean, I love the, I hate the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I don't like, I don't hate Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Exactly. Great casting, terrible story Uh, compared to the other one, which was was terrible. What was your big rant? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a skateboard. I'm cool. Oh, Oh, God. It didn't even, uh, don't get, uh, Peter Parker never skateboarded in his life. God, it's like, let's give him a skateboard, cut back his hair. Kid skateboard, right? Yeah. Kick flipping. Yeah. God. Anyone ever found out who, who the... Uncle Ben Killer was, and that was weird. Long hair, shades. Yeah, with a star tattoo. Two movies in, and never found out. Because they stopped caring about the Uncle Ben Killer. Then you never even said, "With great power comes great responsibility." In with two great movies, power comes responsibility. God, it's terrible. So this new one looks amazing. The new guy, he looks great. Oh. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. He looks, he looks like he's gonna be good. Um, he's good. He's do. Uh, he's doing a majority of his own stunts. I heard. Yeah. He's very athletic and acrobatic. I like, saw him on Conan. Yeah. Kid's got some skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was watching some of his videos. I was like, man. And he looks like he's in high school. He's I not mean, thirty. It, yes. it only it only makes sense that he does his own stunts because there's not many stunt doubles that fit his fit his build. <laughs> yeah. Build. I mean, he's he pretty much he's he's 19 years old, but he still looks like he's 14. Oh, yeah. can, which is can we all agree that it's nice to see an actual. You know, young Spider-Man, yes, rather not, than yeah, not know, like the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, who are obviously college. Yeah, <laughs> nearing thirty, playing sixteen-year-olds. Yeah. Jesus, that face don't fool no one. So yeah, basically, um, this next this one is uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Homecoming. So he's a sophomore. So he's got two more years and two more movies of him in high school, mm-hmm. which is gonna be nice. Mm-hmm. How do you guys like um, Michael Keaton that they finally oh, talked it. about? Love it. God, that, the line that he uses cliche, but I just. Is it a, him saying it just like, I, I believe it. I'm like, don't mess with me, kid. I'll kill everyone you ever loved. I'm like, yeah, I believe it. That was his only I believe it. line. That was his only line. Yeah, that was it. But you, I look at it, I'm like, Malcolm, he's one of my favorite actors I've ever He's a good villain. I liked him in yeah, Rogue One. 
Terminator the or Robocop? Only, one of the only, I think, one, yeah. one of the only actors who can successfully play a hero and villain. Yeah. In, in my mind, that I can think of at oh. the moment. I mean, there's, oh, Matt Smith, you'll see him in, in Rogue One. He can, he can play villain and hero. Matt Smith? Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Okay. The one that plays the father? I yes, the, the father yeah, of the main character. Hannibal, I believe. Hannibal. Hannibal. Excuse Hannibal me. the Cannibal. Hannibal the Cannibal. And the TV series Hannibal. Yeah. Okay. Very, okay. Very, good actor. Mm-hmm. very good actor. Very, He's, very under, he under was, the radar. He, he was in Doctor Strange. He played the dude with the eyes. Okay. Yeah. He was more du- more. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, that's we were gonna review Doctor Strange today too. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk more in depth about Doctor Strange. So how do you guys like the suit? Spider Man suit. Spider Man suit. Flip 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 flip. I mean, it's the same suit suit we saw in Civil War. So um, it's I don't really I don't get the eyes. I mean I understand. How did I get the eyes? He explained it, it. I get it because it. I mean yeah, I still get I get what the function of them, but I just the I feel like the animation is just to kind of give us what we have in the comics like where they, they always like make it seem like his eyes are yes to give him emotions kind of like they did with Deadpool I mean yeah. just have it just white eyes that never move remember, that'd be kind of lame yeah remember the first Spider-Man where he's screaming it's just him his head's bobbling left and right slightly mm-hmm. yeah eyes widen and it makes perfect sense because he talks about in Civil War that since he got bit by a spider his um senses are on over yeah there. so he kind of up fo- to 11 yeah so, so he focuses it and he that's how he gets a spider right, he sense he doesn't know he doesn't know that the movie the Empire Strikes Back is called Empire Strikes Back, but he knows a, a Spinal Tap reference. <laughs> it's damn millennials. Yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, I, I think it's just something that people are going to have to get you, uh, used to. I mean, what do you think of the web wings? That, they're, they actually that was random. Like, wow. Like, taking it back old school, like, hardcore and stuff. Well, that is what Marvel's pretty much been doing in these past few years. Yeah, they, don't, they have the balls to do it now. Because mm-hmm. they know we'll buy anything yeah. they, they A talking give us. tree and a talking uh, raccoon, raccoon makes money, so give them the wings. Yeah. And just like, and way, dark. To, way to just pull that out of nowhere. Like when I first heard of Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, "What?" Yeah, I don't know why is he in Washington too. He was on the um, Washington Monument, huh? Yeah, I'm sure they'll explain it. Well, you guys notice the second villain in the movie? No, uh, Shocker. I don't know if it's Shocker, Shocker, the guy who has the whole like Gatling like laser gun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a villain, and then um, well, one of the villains from the the Spider-Man universe, uh, the Tinkerer. Is going to be in this? It might have been the Tinker then. Well, they say he's going to be like a... He's not going to be a main villain. He's going to be like a side villain that he's a, other villains go to yeah. for to tinker with their weapons, basically. Yeah. And Shocker is going to be in this movie. Really? But I think it's going. I think they're going to go with like the Shocker we're always used to in uh, in the animated series and the, and the comics yeah, where he's cool. just like... He's just like a... Isn't he like a low-budget yes. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. villain now? Yes. Yes. They're going to... He's looking, just going to be that villain that probably pops up that... Spider-Man's gonna take out like in five seconds. Kind of like, like Scarecrow was in the Dark Knight trilogy, mm-hmm. where it's just it's just a nod to the fans, like, hey, you know, we know you want to. Shocker's not. Shocker's never been a. Uh, no, because you could just shoot him in the head. Exactly. He's 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 always been that one villain that Spider-Man just beats in like five minutes. But yeah. Always comes back because he's he's dumb. So I think that's what they're gonna go for in the movie too. He's easy enough to defeat, but diabolical enough to escape prison. Yeah. Yes. He's not even part of the Sinister Six because he's lame. But number one, we have a new title for the new Godzilla movie. Godzilla, King of Monsters. And that is where Will goes into his Godzilla love. I'm happy. You're happy? It's a lot, I haven't seen the full one of the new Japanese uh, Godzilla from Toho where he's mm-hmm. just overpowered. Have you seen that? 
actually, my brother has. He said it was pretty good. He says it's different. It's very it's different. The same person that's doing uh, the Evangelion uh, reboots of all. I don't know if any of you've seen that anime, but Neon Genesis e- yeah. Evangelion. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah. I think it's pronounced. Right. I think I'm thinking the movie. It's like two different pronunciations, but yeah. So it's a funny story it's, about it. It's the same guy. Sidebar about the Evangelion. Did you know that Robin Williams was such a fan of that that uh, anime or game? What is it? Anime? Yeah, no, it's anime. That he, because uh, Robin Williams was like a big time Japanese lover. Like he he loves Zelda so much that he named his daughter Zelda. But anyway, uh, he the movie one one hour photo. Like apparently, if I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, when he was. Um, one of the one of the scenes, uh, the kid was like looking at the toy section, and he just shows up on the number. He's like Neon Genesis Evangelion, and he's like goes into it. He just starts talking about it, and he he asked for that scene to be put in because he was such a fan of the show that he wanted to, <laughs> he wanted to kind of like shed some light on it for for American fans. I don't know how true that story is though. I read it on Tumblr, and as everybody knows, Tumblr is the is the it's like Wikipedia. Everything's Wikipedia. real. Everything's real. It's anyway. gotta be true. No. Yeah, it's I saw it on Tumblr. But the, the the Japanese one from Toa looks a lot like uh, uh, the Korean movie, The Host, where it's basically an evolution. You watch an evolution of a monster change, and mm-hmm. it's just madness. Well, because it's, I don't know if it's a spoiler if you're going to watch it or not, but I guess he fires beams out of his back. And back, his all his spikes, and, and he, like, vomits, like, yeah. napalm, and then it, it he focuses like it. He's super OP now. Yeah. yeah, it's just madness. Not that he wasn't strong to begin with, yeah. but now he can just fire it pretty yeah. much out of every <laughs> part of his body, apparently. So yeah, they had the new one where it's the original um, R Godzilla, which mm-hmm. looks cool. I like that model. Still he... the dude in the suit? No, it's all CGI. A CGI? It's he's all talking... CGI. He's, he's talking about the newer. The sequel. R, the, oh, the original. About the American. Yeah. Movie. I thought you meant. No, R there's no CGI. Yeah, it's all everything CGI now. Yeah, so yeah. they beefed up King Kong on, from Kong from Skull Island to fight Godzilla. I'm guessing next. So in this one, most likely he's going to be fighting either King Ghidorah or Mothra. I think, if I remember correctly, it's they're talking about doing the um, what's it called, the Island of Monsters. Ooh, so and uh, that he was gonna that there was gonna be multiple villains uh, from his. Well, that's not gonna be King Ghidorah. Then that's probably gonna be I don't even know what King Kong and Godzilla face together to stand up. I would say Rodan probably. Well, if it's Monster Island, you're gonna have a whole bunch of ones. Who's native Monster Island is Rodan Mothra. Uh, Angoras, a few other do you think weird if they ones. Do Mothra, they'll do the, the little no, those are dead. Those are, those are dead to us. Those are quiet. Those are swept under the rug. <laughs> That's 1970s weirdness right there. That's be- oh man. But yeah, yeah. So I can't wait. I can't wait for a trailer. More Godzilla. I'm happy. Hopefully this time because I learned it from mistakes. Less story and less um and more like monster. Not like cutting away. Yeah. Well, if they do Island of Monsters, I'm, my guess is that. If I were to write the script, this is how it started off. It would be interior, exterior, uh, on a ship. You start off on a ship, a navy ship. They're tracking Godzilla's radiation signature because they want to make sure that he is going to sleep. So he, you know, that he's not going to, you know, safe distance. They're going to make sure that he's not, you know, they don't piss him off, and he starts World War Three with with them and everything, or kill them. They're just tracking him to make sure that he's. Oh, of course, they're going to have, like, stays, ships staying yeah. with him at all times. Yeah, stays, but he doesn't go, you know, back to slumber. It, the whole incident that happened with the Mutos and Godzilla 1, 
actually reawakened reawakened all the monsters on island on Monster Island, and uh, Wait, how? the monsters. I don't know. Ra- all the radiation from maybe. You really explain how Godzilla's nose. I explain how Godzilla knows. He can sense the radi- the the radiation, right? Or yeah, but I explained in my nerd logic that basically Godzilla was always alive. He never died because we don't know how an animal that feeds off radiation from this planet originally exists. So when he realized that something that was um, um, endangering his only uh, radiation source because there's such little left that it, on the bottom of the ocean, he kicked it back into predator mode and killed them. So now that they're gone, most likely he's going back in the bottom of the ocean with the last few sources of radiation. Ooh, then, I, then I figured out a way that island, the Island of Monsters can be reawakened. Godzilla was, wherever he was, he was near the Island of Monsters, and they were just so afraid of, like, you know, upsetting that balance again because he was there, you know, feeding off the, the Earth's radiation and also sort of standing guard that they just, like, you know, went into hibernation. But when he had no choice but to leave to, you know, take care of his somebody stealing his food source... They reawaken, and now he's like, "Shit! Now I gotta, pre- now I gotta wrangle these bastards back into, into you could do that. hibernation, or you can have like an earthquake awaken a slumbering island that actually holds our fossils, his or own, c- his own vibrations and movement at the bottom of the ocean reawakens." Them. That's what I'm curious what to do because movies usually aren't that clever. Like you can't have a meteor fall from the sky and have it land in the ocean, and have a whole bunch of like aliens on it that are. Awaken through the the heat, like in evolution. I don't know. Sounds interesting. I, want, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Looked good. But yeah, so that was our new news. Next, we have our movie review, which is Doctor Strange from Marvel, which was amazing. Doctor Strange, I mean Doctor Strange. Uh, very, very highly anticipated movie on my list from last year, and I can say I was not disappointed. Oh, yeah. that was great. You watched it in 3D, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. watched it with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I haven't got so much time to go to the movies now. But, yeah, that's one thing I can stress about anyone that's going to go to this movie. Watch it in IMAX 3D. Even it's been out for two months already. It's, uh, watch it in IMAX 3D. It was amazing. Go to the Dollar Theater. No, no, garbage. I don't even know if I want to watch this. Movie. One reason I want to buy this is because it was so good. Actually, I think Doctor Strange is my new favorite cinematic sauce. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Cinematic Universe character because he's a jerk and he's overpowerful, which is my two favorite things. Mm-hmm. Which uh, it, it's, his story was so good too, too, and it was a quick start. It is not like twenty five minutes in. Yeah, well, I think I think Marvel learned it because I mean people want to know origins, but nobody wants to be stuck on origins for like almost half the movie because then you're like, oh, I wanted to see him do more, not just you know mm-hmm. learn everything. So I mean, I jumped into it pretty good. I think. What I liked and I kind of disliked about the movie, kind of simultaneously, was was that kind of fact that it wasn't it wasn't an origin story per se. Like it didn't start off like you know with oh it was you know it didn't start off with him in the accident and then five years later he's already a, a sorcerer supreme and we get like little we get peppered some flashbacks yeah. that show his origin montage. It was it was mainly Not like. It was like a progression. Like he started off as the arrogant doctor, got hurt, then tried to fix himself. Then he found the ancient one. Then he started learning the mystic arts, and then that's when everything started happening. What I that's and that's why I didn't like it really because I like 
to a certain point how it just kind of like seamlessly went into the confrontation. What I didn't like was the fact that he's he's pretty much had a hard time fighting the the servants of Mordo Mordo Mordo. He didn't know what was going yeah, Mordo. He yeah. didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no, he didn't know. That's he was just there to like. Just and, fix but you his saw hands. like he was like struggling to just the de- de- just to summon like his own mystic weapons and everything like that to fight back and then all of a sudden like he was able to pretty much just fight like nothing like it kind of it was a little too seamless like it was it showed him at one point still a little bit of a novice even though he was learning so much he was cut up for like so much of the movie though like he got his butt kicked he did get his butt kicked but it just it didn't make sense to me that he was getting his butt kicked and then like five seconds later he was able to kick all the butt Movie? Mm. Movie. Mm, yeah, movie. Plus, I mean, they did kind of add at least a little bit in where obviously some time passed from, you know, because it's really gruffy looking at one point. And then he, oh, he, he got cleaned up. They made it a point. Yeah. So obviously some time passed and that he was just a natural at learning stuff because he has a photographic memory and all that stuff. So it would make sense that he would read something and learn how to do it real quick. I mean, yeah, granted, though, yeah, the ability to do it. I think I agree with Mike in the sense that I think it flowed perfectly, but maybe it was a little too perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it took place in like I think like ten years or something like that. Because no, I think it was more like uh, that's one of the gripes a lot of people were having with it. Well, you gotta, it didn't explain the timeline very well. Well, that's because it was before everything else happened, and he broke his hands. And you got to get your time, that, your hands to heal in between surgeries. And after the surgeries, it, it showed New York with I can't remember if it showed no tower, but they showed with the Avengers Tower. Mm-hmm. It was and then no tower. So like after it got knocked down. During uh, what would they what they call it? In, mm-hmm. in, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right about that because when he goes back and meets the girl doctor, I, I forget what her name is, but um, there was no Avengers Tower. He got knocked down in um in the first one. in the first movie, Avenger movie. Up, yeah. no, 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 it was the Stark building still yeah. in the first. Avengers yeah, movie. it showed Stark, and then it showed Avengers, and then it showed nothing. It showed the tr- that all that time pass. Because like he was there for a while. Because I think what's her name says, "Oh, you've been gone for." She says for a while. Obviously, can't Yeah, I heard about the director. They want to give it at the time, but like it, it made it clear during that they showed the city that like a lot, like oh yeah, fourteen, the, fifteen movies. I think it was the. I think it was no. I think it. That's where I'm getting confused, really, with this because I think there was the Avengers Tower. That that was the Avengers Tower, which kind of makes you think it was you know either during Age of Ultron or Civil War when the, the Avengers Tower was still there. Because I don't think what's in the, uh, Ultron didn't knock down the Avengers Tower. Nobody's knocked down the Avengers no. Tower. No, no, no. Uh, they didn't. Loki messed it up, but it was the Stark Tower at that point still. Because it, it wasn't the Avengers Tower yet. Because oh, he just knocked down the signs. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, they, I remember it showed from the, the tower to the yeah. signs, and it showed the progress of time. But then there was that little Easter egg they put in there about him, uh, about him going to check on the spine of the of a army person who. Oh yeah, uh, somewhere from um, in a, in Hammer. Experimental armor. I thought that was a reference to Rhodey from Civil War. No, but then they made that point that that was that sounds more like it was a reference to uh, Justin Hammer trying Justin, to do it. Yeah, yeah. Do and that happened a while ago too. Remember that? That's Which, Iron Man two. But it wouldn't make sense because if because that opening scene of the of the New York skyline when they're when they introduce us to Doctor Strange after the after the Ancient One fights uh, Dormammu. Dormammu, yeah, Mor- not Mordo. I was saying Mordo the whole time. Mordo is a uh, the the god. No, the 
What was it, the dude, Baron Mordo? Oh. It's the and friend. The friend who becomes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, they showed the New York skyline and the Avengers Tower was there. That couldn't have been Iron Man 2 because Tony Stark wasn't part of the event. Maybe they didn't really put in that much time into yeah. it. Yeah, okay. It's, yeah, it sounds like it's it was... It's movie. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. yeah. I think the Avengers Tower was put there because they wanted to show this takes place in the Avengers universe. Calm down, because just because there ain't no Avengers yet. Well, they mentioned them in uh, what, Civil War... What's it called? Uh, I don't know. Captain America 2 also. Yeah, they did. Dr. Do- Stephen Strange. That's all. They don't know what they're just doing with it. But um, how do you guys like... Uh, Cumberbatch, as he's perfect. I've I've always been a fan of Cumberbatch ever since I saw him in Sherlock. I've been, you know. I heard they had to stall just to make sure he would be it because that was his first pick. There was he was the first pick for it. Yeah, yeah actually, uh, he said he he. Uh, I think he declined the offer at the at, at first because uh, it was going to interfere interfere with another with some other movies he was filming and uh, the fourth season of Sherlock. And then they were going to go on to Joaquin Phoenix. But then Joaquin Phoenix said no. And by that time, uh, I guess Cumberbatch moved some things around. And he's like, hey, I, I can do it. I got time now. We can do it. Yeah. And he, uh, he yeah, because I think he was their first choice. Because he was good. Not funny, he, but he's good. You didn't think he was funny? No, I don't like any of the jokes in there. The only joke I got was, go, I'm late for a cult meeting. That was the only joke I, I, I thought was funny. That, that, I think, has to do with the fact that there was rewrites in the, during production that they brought in the, one of the writers from the show Community, which was, didn't sound like a bad thing because the directors of the show Community actually directed uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War. Uh, the, the... Those are funny, though. Yeah, but I think his jokes were too... Low brow? Yes. Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. I didn't like that either. I didn't like that joke. Some people actually loved that joke. I hated that joke. I thought it was like, oh, please, Beyonce. I made me think. Like, I think did Beyonce just have one name? Like, I know the Cher does. Beyonce Knowles. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, I know Beyonce has a last name. Stupid. Cher has a last name, too, but nobody knows it. That's a secret. Except Cher's mom. <laughs> and Sonny, and he took it to the grave. Yes, he did. No, it was... Okay, then she was married to Cher... Cher was married to Sonny Bono at one time, so Cher Bono. There you Secret. Go. Take us to the grave, too. So, what do you guys, um, how do you like the Infinity Stone? Infinity Stone of Time. I just love those, I love those little, like, reveals at the end. That they Not much of a reveal, Stone. he said it out loud. No, no, I meant, like, that you didn't know it was the Infinity Stone the whole time until they tell you it's the Infinity Yeah, because I thought he's just doing one thing, like, I thought it was one thing out of many, but no, it just does one thing. Well, that's all Infinity Stones, isn't it? No, not the Eye of Agamotto does many, many things. Oh. They just turn into Infinity Stone. But I, I, I want to think that it's probably just like Guardians. Like, how many people know Doctor Strange, you know, very well? You know, it's one of those comics that people are going to say, oh, I love that one. But I'm like, mm, really? Most people are really just going to, like, yeah. Disney Marvel <laughs> comics. Doctor Strange been going out for, I think, the 50s, though. Oh, Gar- okay. Well, so have the Gar- you know, Guardians. No, 80s. Well, still, I'm saying it's one of those, you know, comics parts where they picked it and some people are gonna yeah it's like who read Iron Man before mm-hmm. Iron Man Thor yeah Thor. no one read those stuff. nobody would have known that some of the most least favorite ones and now they're everyone's favorite yeah nobody would have known that I of Agamotto did like this all kinds of things I guess well I know I, I was expecting it, like you said I'm agreeing with you that it caught me off guard because I did not expect that would it be the I of Agamotto be a time gem until what's his name said it well they they Wong. did say um Agamotto had a lot of different uh, artifacts. Yeah, he has the Eye of Agamotto and the Orb of Agamotto. So they could try to, they could eventually down the line, 
change it to where because you know Thanos is going to steal the time time gem and from from him and he's going to have to probably figure out a way to fuse the two things of Agamotto so he can use the eye of Agamotto the way it's traditionally used in the comics. We just have to just crush it like they did with the the sphere the what is the sphere called? I the cube. No the cube. The cosmic cube. Yeah. Cosmic cube. Did they? Yeah. They twisted it and... No, um, who uh, was it? Someone crushed it and then something happened. About the Guardians. That's Guardians. That's the, the power stone. Oh! Yeah. No, someone destroyed the cosmic cube. Mm, I don't think they destroyed the cube. They destroyed the scepter one. And that's when they put it in. God, there's a lot of them, movies now. That's a good thing. Tesseract. That's a good thing. Yes. Tesseract's something different, fool. That's something different. Yeah. Not in... The Tesseract is the Cosmic Cube. Not not in the comics. I know not in the comics. In the the MCU, it's... Yeah, everything's the same thing. No matter what next week I'm talking about. We are at at Doctor Strange. So, uh, we have one more gem, which I'm curious it's going to be in the Guardians. We talk about Guardians? It's not going to be in Guardians 2, because James Gunn has come out and said that the soul, the the only one left is the soul gem. No, and it's not it? gonna. It's not. He doesn't have any infinity stones in in his movie this time around. Yeah, it's um, uh, warlock. Is it warlock? Adam warlock. Adam warlock. Yeah, he has a soul gem. So maybe. Um, so Adam warlock's not gonna be in this movie then. Technically, he was already kind of in the MCU oh, yeah. universe at uh, collectors. The cocoon. Yeah. So. And the cocoon was actually ripped open at the end of. During Howard the Duck's little cameo scene? They don't know what they're doing with those after credit scenes anymore. We were trying to get timeline basis on Doctor Strange. and no, they ain't going to figure out that stuff. But yeah, I liked the movie. It was great. I gave it a 9 out of 10 cool facial hair friends. <laughs> which, he looks amazing when he shaved. I can't imagine. I seen um, Sherlock Holmes afterwards, and like he looks funny. It's like watching, like I don't know, anyone else who has a mustache shave it off, like Burt Reynolds or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's his name from, um, God, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck without a mustache is scary looking. Sam Shepard without a mustache is scary looking too. Who? Sam Shepard? No, wait. Is that a fictional guy? Not Sam Shepard. Oh. <laughs> uh, is that a Call of Duty character? <sighs> Not Sam Shepard. Who's, what's his name? I was a, and it was the Sam Elliott. Show. Sam Elliott. There we go. Who's Sam Elliott? The oldest cowboy in the world now. Oh, God. What, is that the mustache up to his eyebrows? No, underneath his eyes and that stuff? That was actually uh, Kurt Russell from, uh. Uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah, the guy who was in The Big Lebowski, right? Yeah. Sam Elliott was in Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood. And uh, he was also Ghost Rider. in Tombstone. And he was in Ghost Rider. Yeah, he's got facial hair down to his eyes. It's crazy. I looked at it. He's got one of those voices, too. Just, oh, you just, man. You just know him when you're just like, it's Sam Elliott. That's a man's man right there. Like, like, uh, like, I shave with the, with the tomahawk. And I drink whiskey. <laughs> he does drink whiskey. He's a scary lot of whiskey. man. I brush my teeth with whiskey. So next we have the video game review. Which Mike, you have a game? I mean, I'm just gonna talk a little bit. I got uh, the remastered Skyrim game uh, for PS4. Yeah, I want to know what's new in it because I love I mean, Skyrim. Nothing's really new in it. It just it's it starts you off. You you okay. yeah. You have everything. You have Dawn Guard. You have a uh, uh, hearth hearth. Fire, Hearthsbane, whatever it's called. So you would build uh, a dumb and, house and like... Yeah. And that's one of the things that, you know, is different is... Uh, I'm pretty sure when you replay it after you've downloaded all the DLC, like, that's how it is. Oh, those DLCs but, are worth it. Mm-hmm. Those are amazing. Yeah. The your, your character, you know, they tell you, uh, 
when you become the thane of River Run, you they tell you you can uh, you can build a home anywhere in River Run. Just talk to the the whatever his name is. Can you kill is. children like in the PC? I'm pretty sure you can, but uh, I haven't killed children. Yeah, like you never tried. Oh, you haven't played the game. No, no, I've, I've, I've never played the game. Sorry. Little I'm kids come up. Little kids come up to you, ask you for for food or coin, and you give them a little coin, and then you start having a conversation with them. Yeah. And they straight up, they straight up throw the whole little Fernando at you. Will you adopt me? Adopt me. Is oh, the like Macho that. Man Randy Savage uh, expansion thing in there? Oh yeah. No, it's not. Ah. Uh, but that, that's a PC mod, bro. I know, I know. I'm just hoping. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's I don't know. I have this game already and all the downloads, so I don't need to buy it. Yeah, it's it's pretty much the same thing. Only uh, yeah, a 1080p graphics yeah. and. Uh, I heard it's gonna be on the uh, Wii um, Switch as well. They showed clips of it. They showed a lot of clips on the the, the preview for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> but yeah, Nintendo lied to me before, so no. So it's it's a good game. Very good game. It'll come out like three years from now. <laughs> still a very good game still holds up and I was kind of fearing that it was going to go through the uh, whole like update issues where mm-hmm. they try to regenerate the graphics to fit the current uh, technology and it, everything just oh, starts perfect slowing and lagging. game of the year 2014 you don't need to fix that mm-hmm. perfect well it's just, now it's just in a higher frame rate and uh, better graphics cool Slap on a new coat of paint, ready to go. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I... It's like, I, it worked for Guardians. There you go. No, well, <laughs> I'm, I, had, I mean, I played it on 360, and I I have a three, PS4 now, so I wouldn't have been able to do this anyway, but it would have been You cool. fast travel this time? No, it would have been... <laughs> I figured out fast travel a long time ago. Anyway, it would have been cool if they had done it where you can download your old profile onto the new updated thing. Mm-hmm. No? So that way you don't have to start. You don't have to start from scratch if you don't want to. Because I'm back at a level freaking six uh, Imperial right now. And I'm working on my archery. They have the You're an archer? Thing, yeah. I'm an archer. I'm an archer and a, and a one-handed. What is it? The uh, PlayStation Cloud or something like that? Yeah. yeah. I didn't use that when I got the new Pro. So I lost all my saving information. Yeah. Shit. That sucks. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm switching it up. I'm sneaking up on people and I'm shooting them in the head with arrows. Dude, join Dongard, man. Have you done Dongard? I've run into Dongard, but I, I think you have to be a certain level to get Dongard. You do? Join them, and um, don't go to the Vampire Star. You get an awesome crossbow. I hate the crossbows. It's worth it. I had a uh, uh, When I killed Dongard, I stole their, their crossbows, and I can tell you I hate well, the crossbow. No, I had a thief, like uh, Karshish, whatever, the cat people. Kashish. Kashish. Uh, rogue uh, archer. So basically, I would just sneak around. No one could see me. I had that blasted all the way up. I had archery blasted all the way up. One kill, everything. Everything. No one could see me. I could, like, punch people in the back, duck, and they're like, what's going on? My main character from my original run is, at right now, level 50. And he is a... He's a Nord with a one-handed skill rating all, all the way up and... Uh, I have an ebony axe, and it is literally one one hit, one kill. For yeah, one. 152 plus. That's what I had. The ebony axe. It was like, dude, dude. Take this giant. Uh. Oh, you know how many times I fought giants just because I knew I could? Like, it was so liberating killing a giant. It is. It is when you finally, because they're one hit kill. They're one hit novelty kills. They knock you, they hit you down, and you go up 50 feet. And then when, and if you don't die from that one hit, by the time you land, you, you die. Yeah. I remember one time, I actually, my my health rating was so good that I did get hit with them, and I came down, and I thought I was dead. 
And I just see him starting to get You're back You're waiting for up. That, that load screen yeah. to come up. And I, and I just see him trying to get back up. Like, is he alive? Is he alive still? <laughs> like, ah. And like, I'm trying to run away, but it was too late. He caught me again. He's like, boom. Yeah, the giants suck. And then dragons are fun still. Oh, of course. I love killing dragons. dragons. Death to all dragons. I can't wait till I get to uh, the dragonborn thing again where I can get the... Uh, I can start riding dragons everywhere. Oh, yeah, I did. That was a good... Oh, God, every uh, expansion pack is good on one. So, yeah, good expansion, right? Good game? Yeah, good expansion. I wish they could come out with another one, though. I wish they'd done, like, one final uh, expansion or maybe even release a new expansion this for the This is your PS4. planet, basically, sadly. Yeah. Wonder, I know they did Elder Scrolls Online, but I wonder if there's a Elder Scrolls 6 coming out soon or in development. Not that I hear, sadly. Once again, sadly. Uh, I have, like, zero information on this. I, I've never played it. I, I, I apologize ahead of time. Freaking Bethesda. <laughs> oh, they're busy making good games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good game, right? Good game. There you go. Good game. Good game. What do I give it? Uh, too early to, to rate it. You played the last one, though. Oh, man, yeah. I gave the last one. I think I gave it a... Nine Dragon Souls out of ten or something like that. That's, it's, that's, that's what I would give it. Jeez. Great game. So for me, I'm doing a Pokemon Moon for the 3DS, which is a pretty good game. I'm pretty sure a lot of you played it. Um, lots of good starters. Uh, there's a few problems with I don't kind of have a problem with, though. New characters from the Hawaiian Islands. Basically, they changed up a lot of the originals. Like uh, Raichu is now a psychic electric that he, uh, yeah, he floats. That's Raichu. He has a um, surfboarding-like-ish tail. The Ratatats are now on dark ground. So they switched up a lot of ones and kind of gave an excuse that, like, people would bring, like, Pokemon to the islands and they would adapt. That's why they have the, what's that palm tree one that's, like, Executor? That's a dragon now. Because technically he, they are getting the amount of sunlight that they normally need but don't get in uh, other regions. So now they're all tall and stuff. But it's a pretty good game. The only problem... Pull up, pull up. But is Charmander a flying type? No. I mean, Charizard? Yeah, Charizard. Is not a, he's a flying type. He's not a dragon type. Oh. Unless you want to Mega Evolve him in the X version. If he's in Y, then he's a flying uh, fire type. That's that's what your uh, neurologic was going to be, right? Is Charizard a... No, I want to know why the hell um, Gyarados is a flying type. There we go. Which I can't... Finish that episode because I can't explain why Gyarados is a damn flying type. Well, you heard that, people. We'll get so, together on that one. Yeah, it, it, I, it's. We'll hammer some stuff. Got out. it, okay. So, um, Pokemon Moon, it's a pretty good game. The only problems I have with it is that the intro takes forever. Like, I, it, four hours in, the game hasn't started yet. There's this dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. It's the Peter Jackson King Kong of video games? No, I. Uh, I was going to go more Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, where it's just, the prologue is taking forever. Like, everyone just shut up. I want to go and catch some Pokemon. (laughs) So, in every 15 minutes to 20 minutes to half an hour, you you notice someone ahead of your road that's part of your main story, and you just want to avoid them because you want to hear about more of the story about... It's an interesting story, though. Basically, um, there's no gyms because they're on the Hawaiian Islands. They haven't set up a Pokemon League yet. But you're doing the uh, Hawaiian cha- challenges. But basically that you're going to different places. Kind of gym leaders. You don't really fight them. You're doing favors for them and doing certain Ooh, tasks. Fetch quests. Fetch quests. 
but a lot of them take place that you have to go in this cave and fight the totem mon uh, Pokemon. It's basically, it's a Rattatat that's 20 feet high. Yeah, it's, it's a very weird game. And in the middle of that, there's other stuff where these in, uh, interdimensional creatures are popping out all over the place, and they look like weirdish Pokemon, and you fight a couple, and there's like a Pokemon reserve, and it's not so much of Pokemon X and Y that it's you ha have to save the world from a pretty much a Jason Voorhees-like character who wants to open up a dimensional gate and like destroy mankind and kill all the Pokemon. This is more like you're just doing that so you can the Pokemon Hawaiians can set up a Pokemon League and figure out this whole dimensional gate of Pokemon they're coming out. It's it's weird. It's a lot of story. Um, but the Pokemon are neat. Uh, the three starters, the I can't remember the full names. Um, the cat, the the owl, and the the sea lion. Pretty neat starters. A lot better than the last ones. Um, I got the owl because I love ghost Pokemon. They're my favorite. So his third evolution is ghost flying, which is awesome because the the one in Moon, the like uh, the legendary bat Pokemon, is a ghost Pokemon. So. It's 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 a good game. The fighting mechanics are really different. The only problem is they didn't really do a whole lot of different from the special stuff. Like on X and Y, your bottom screen would be whole kinds of options. You can um, go online, trade with people. You can battle people. You can do this random thing where if you just send a Pokemon into the void, and it would randomly send you one back. That's so. If you give someone a Rattatat, send it out there. Um, you can get a Raichu, or you can like get like some random legendary that's holding like a Master Ball. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't really change any of that. It's all the same. The only thing they really did was, I really don't care for it, give you this Pokemon Island that you can have, that you can put all your Pokemon that you caught that are, instead of sitting in a machine, they can just sit there. Yeah, exactly. Who cares, right? Um, yeah, just frolic around and feed them beans, which <laughs> is the new thing. Now you don't feed them uh, Poke Puffs. You feed them beans in this one. Yeah. I need nourishment. So <laughs> So it's pretty Have you ever neat. Have seen Pokemon, uh, Pikachu on acid? No, I don't know it. Pikachu. Pika. Pika. It's like Ash is fighting Team Rocket and Jesse's like, look, use acid. No, James. James is like, I'll use acid. Look, look use acid. And he spits acid in him, and Pikachu just goes into a big old truck trip. I haven't seen that one. That was fun. that sounds funny. And there's like, oh god, the funniest part of that whole that whole video is like Scyther is like, like they're like he's like Pikachu, like Pikachu, Pikachu, and it's like and it's like Scyther. It's all out of their minds and stuff. Lost for my train of thought. Um, yeah, you do fight guys in this one called Team Skull. They're like the broke Team Rocket. Yeah, it's. They're... Oh, I remember the skulls. They're from one of the hand. They're from one of the. I think they're from Gold. Or there was gold Team Skull. Yeah, because I remember I ran into like. Oh no, wait, they're Bandits. I don't remember. I know there was it's Team sure. Aqua, Team uh, Magma, Rocket. Um, certain certain kind of stuff. But I don't team know, little bitch need to leave me alone. Yeah. But, oh, it's the one thing I liked about this one that if you get poisoned or, like, uh, paralyzed, right after the battle you can click a little button and you can um, give your Pokemon medicine. Like, rub it on them and stuff. Or you can, like, comb them if they have, like, a 
they got hit with a muck. So you can have like a certain level of, which is also something I did in X and Y, that's a slightly improved, where you can feed your Pokemon, you can give them attention, you can um, train them. So if you get like their level away, their um, attention, and their food, basically they'll, you can do two attacks in one. Or you can uh, per, do a, um, what's it called? A one-hit KO. Or you can have more of a chance to get, like, and avoid a serious attack. Which is really nice. So you kind of have a motivation of wanting to, like, take care of your Pokemon instead of just, you know, have them sit behind you. And it's a lot of good stuff. I liked it. Um, I think I gave it, yeah, 9 out of 10. Oh, wait, well, that's not it. Actually, no, I didn't give it a 9 out of 10. Oh, I also have some Z moves, which the last one they have uh, Pokemon Evolution, uh, Mega Evolves, which they continue on this one, but it's not anything new. They have this thing called Z moves, where every time you pass like a challenge, it gives you a new like diamond that you put in your magical bracelet that gives you certain like fire Pokemon attacks. It's weird. It's a, nothing new, which is sad. Which is I don't know. It's still interesting. It's a nice attack, but. Really nothing new. So I gave it a good uh, 5 Z moves out of 10. Which, it's a pretty long game, which is another positive. I haven't fully beat it yet. I've been playing Dragon Quest and playing Skyrim. Every time someone mentions Skyrim, I have to go play again. So it's a good game. Uh, 5 out of... Yeah, 5 out of 10. Pretty good. I recommend you get it. It came out not too long ago. I got a good deal on it too. Got it right on uh, before Black Friday, so I only paid like thirty bucks. Nice. Yeah, I saw it. It was right at Target, like thirty bucks. Like, oh. And pass up deals, seriously. Yeah. Even if you don't even know if you can like the game. Yeah, I like it. So next we have the uh, uh, comic book review. Really fast. Um. I've been trying to keep up with my comics, but it's been kind of hard lately because Marvel's... Oh, speaking of, I wanted to ask you about uh, comic books. What? The shit eating green what? She-Hulk is now the Hulk. She-Hulk? She-Hulk is going to be the Hulk. Did you spoil something for me? I don't think I did, but I, I, I heard about it on this uh, YouTube show I watch where they talk comics sometimes. She-Hulk should be the Hulk because technically she's a Hulk, and I hate Animus Cho. He is the yeah, worst guess, Hulk. Yeah, uh, once... Uh, the what's it called? Uh, totally awesome, ruined my life, Hulk. Yeah, once the run's over, I guess. Uh, Good. She Hulk is gonna be the new full time Hulk. I like the sensational She Hulk. She was actually the first Deadpool, the first person to break the fourth wall. In the eighties, all the time. But like, I, I really hope so. She's a good character. She makes sense. She has an arc. She has a good character. She's funny. I hate the whole. I haven't reviewed him in a while because his comics are just worst I ever read. Luckily for X. Totally awesome Hulk. Stop it. <laughs> I hate totally new awesome. Let's ruin everything because I already got your money, thirty-year-old comic book readers. That's why I've been reading X Men. Luckily, X Men has been really good. Yes. They've been talking about killing them off, which I don't know. I haven't really seen a lot of stuff in this um, extraordinary X Men, which I'm reading. Um, I'm up to fifteen right now. I needed it actually. <laughs> Sorry, it's a very com- complex story. Oh god. Actually, I have to feed you a little bit before and before I tell you what's going on. Basically, there's, they're in um, X Heaven, which they moved the event, um, Avengers, the what's it called, the X Mansion into Limbo. You know, between heaven and hell. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So magic is there because she pretty much has a sword that can control demons and hell and stuff. 
So she uh, befriended this new girl whose powers are really scary. So she befriends the demons and she can see portals. So one time she disappears while all the X-Men are looking for, and um, basically are into the future tr trying to get Colossus back because um, a whole bunch of time travel stuff happens. Colossal got thrown up ahead of time and he is now part of the Four Horsemen in a future so far ahead that all the galaxies, all the realities are basically on one planet the way that Doctor Doom had it in, um, what was it called? That was a ter terrible run that made me stop reading comics for a little bit. Um, world War, no, what was it? Battleworld. Battleworld. Basically, he has his own battle. It's the only existence that's run by Apocalypse. With his four horsemen. Deadpool, Venom Symbiote, Colossus, and I think it was Moon Knight, which died. <laughs> so they're all trying to find Colossus. They get him. He's still being brainwashed. Storms and Magic are looking for that one girl. Um, let me just get her name. Uh, she had a weird name. They all have a weird name. Solace? No, not Solace. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I forgot her name. You spawn and you destroy demons. I forgot her name. His name's not important. Um, huh? I forgot. So basically, they're trying to get uh, Colossus. He's fighting him the whole way because he doesn't want to go back. He's basically being brainwashed to fight with Colossus. What is that girl's name? Famish? Famish? I don't know. So they're going through um, different dimensions, try, literally through other dimensions of reality, trying to find out where she was because she's going through portals to portal portal because she's um, been following a voice because she uh, feels that eventually she will turn evil and kill the X-Men. So Magic and Storm are going after her because Magic feels responsible because she's been like a big sister to her. So they go up to this end of the dimensions where it's basically a Lovecraftian craziness now oh you in Cthulhu yeah so basically she has befriended that they find out going through this one dimension that it's the only survivors of basically this Lovecraft creature called um Fastform I don't know God, Lovecraft has a lot of weird names um uh Yogg Solas so basically this looks like that basically a black tentacle with teeth on it <laughs> That needs a host to devour an entire uh, um, dimension, and he's been using her. So they find her, um, and she's being brainwashed. They try to escape, and she le they lead her back to the X-Heaven, which is you know one step away from heaven. And the X-Men are fighting Colossus, and they actually get him pinned down, and they warp him back using a giant sentinel that Forge created. Because like I said, there's a lot of backstory in 15. That's why I like it, those X-Men. It's a really good story. You got Old Man Logan in there. You got um, Nightcrawler, Forge, Storm's rocking a mohawk again, which is always badass. Magic is always cool. And they realize that Apocalypse knows something. And... He's not giving him any information. He knows that things coming, and he'll let he'll help him if he let him out. And Forge is not gonna let him out. No one's gonna trust an apocalypse. Forge. Forge. He's um, basically a mutant that can, can make, anything. make anything. 
He was in the animated series, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in charge of X Factor. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Psylocke and Strong Guy and so on. He has like a bandana. He's he, uh, related to the Summers? No. He's got like a robotic leg. And... The one who's related to Summers is Psylocke. That's Psylocke. Nice Psylocke. Um, God, what's his Havoc. name? Havoc. Yeah, no, like, yeah, no, I know Havoc is, but I thought there was another one. No. Oh, wait, who's the leader of the the alien space pirates? Oh, that's Scott Summers' father, yes. There we go. What's the, his name? God, what's his Star name? Jammer? No. Star Jammers. That's the name of their crew. Actually, I think I heard rumor that they're actually going to be in um, Guardians. Possible, because I think Fox owns the rights to yes, they do. Star Jammers. Wait, no. You're right. I don't know. I heard rumors. It's just rumors. Basically, it's a good comic. It ends on a really nice cliffhanger when they're looking out the window and they realize this giant Cthulhu monster attaches um, the girl's head. She actually uh, took Magic Sword, which controls all the demons. So they have demons coming to X Heaven, giant monster demon that fills up the sky, and this girl, like, overpowered. And it ends right there, which is awesome. And they fight and stuff, and. I can't wait to read the next issue, issue 16, which luckily X-Men's still keeping it going strong compared to Avengers. It's kind of lackluster, Hulk boring. It's God, worst comic I've ever read. Yeah, Deadpool's pretty funny, though. Girl Iron Man. Stop it. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me on that one. Like Once I actually read some of that one, I... It matters to me, damn it. It's, Keep it's, your universe separate. It's not like it's taking over. It's just. It is. That's the point. Like, yeah, but. Have you guys heard the thing about? Um, yeah, we'll talk about it next time about Rogue One. I heard a lot of really shady stuff about Rogue One. About cool. We'll talk about it after the show. After the show, let me see. Watch the movie first. Okay. We'll oh talk yeah. About it next time. I'll Rogue tell you guys. Movie. I'll tell you right after the show. <laughs> it's pretty weird and dumb. That was my comic for you. Uh, go read X Men. Go read comics. I haven't read anything for DC in a while because. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. It's got one of my favorite uh, artists in it. It's the Ghost Rider. It's the Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and Gambit. So all three of them together. Oh, cool. It's when they face off against the Brood. Oh Jesus, really? Nice. It's when uh, Ghost Rider becomes a member of the Brood for like a little bit. But what does that look like? It kind of looks like it's got the head of like the alien from like. The movie Aliens. Yeah, the Xenomorphs. Like long, yeah, it's like as long Xenomorph head. It's pretty cool. It's, it's actually a really good read. Nice, nice. But yeah, um, Mike, you got something to review? Well, I have a book per se, not a not a, not a comic book, but uh, it's uh, called the uh, Catalyst uh, Rogue One story. It's uh, actually the lead up to the to Rogue One the movie, and it's uh, about. The main character's dad, Jin Erso's dad, uh, Galen Erso, and his relationship with the main bad guy in the movie, Orson Krennic. And it's just, it's basically like, it explains how the Death Star came into, came to be, like what... The, the, uh, what's it called? The bug people created it from... The Geonosians. Yeah. The Geonosians. Actually, they, they designed it, and they, uh, and that's how it explains it, because that's, I guess, that's what, uh, since George Lucas put... The Death Star being constructed constructed at the end of uh, Episode Three, like like five seconds after they started the Empire. That's always been like a topic for like hardcore fans. Like if they are if they started making the Death Star, like why did they already start making the Death Star? Like I don't get it. They just barely became the Empire, and it turns out what happened. Oh, he's is, planning this way ahead of time, though. The uh, the Emperor? No, but they stole the plan. The the Separatists 
had the plans to the Death Star. Yeah, so it would, it would it's it stands to reason that they united the galaxy by eliminating separatists. That was part of Palpatine's ultimate plan, and uh, making them distrust the Jedi, which is why they didn't do anything after he killed all the Jedi. And uh, basically, what happens is is the Geonosians did design the the um, Death Star, and they were going to start building it when uh, they were capped when. The events of Attack of the Clones happened, and there were the Geonosians were either captured or killed, and Dooku went on the run. So what happens is the Empire had, or the uh, the the Republic, the old Republic had the plans, and they decided to start creating the weapon, but as a means of deterrent instead of uh, fear. And it, <laughs> and it just it just it go, it goes into greater detail about like the little things in Star Wars like the kyber crystals which power the Jedi lightsabers uh, like uh, why the Death Star is as powerful as it is so it's like one giant like lightsaber beam actually it's actually a compilation of millions of of, not millions of hundreds of kyber crystals and if you use the entire array of kyber crystals they have which generate the, the destructive beam that's what destroys planets. Okay, makes sense. Because mm-hmm. the kyber crystals in Jedi and uh, in Star Wars lore are uh, basically a natural source, a natural uh, composite which carries ver- uh, strong uh, force-like qualities in it, which is why the Jedi use them to power the lightsabers, and why it's a point of a. Uh, it's a rite of passage to find your own kyber crystal and install it in your lightsaber itself. I guess. And apparently, in the the new expanded universe too, they uh, they came up with. I don't know if you remember the reason why the Sith lightsabers are are red. Because they're um, engineered. Synthetic. Yeah. They're, uh, they're actually yeah they're made to be actually go through other like lightsabers to break the blades. Mm-hmm. That's why they use it. They changed that. Oh God! Well, they gave that was always the expanded definition, not official canon. Why? It, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, it turns out what it is is um, kyber crystals are uh, because they're so connected to the force. Only someone who's in tune with the force can find them, like in the on the light side of the force. So technically, a Sith can't actually find a kyber crystal on his own. Like it takes him a while to find a. A true kyber crystal. And Which reason, explains Kylo Ren, but whatever. Yeah, he was not Sith before. How do you find the crystal? There's a theory going on that the reason why his his crystal is cracked and why it has an unstable blade is because it's actually the remains of Darth, Saber, Darth Vader's lightsaber. That he used the remnants of that lightsaber to create his own, which is why it's a cracked kyber crystal. It blew up in space. It's like finding Han Solo's body and like turning it into like it's also like finding Luke's uh, lightsaber after it fell down the ventilation shaft in, on uh, Cloud C- in Cloud City. That was the was that the first was that, that was blue the one? one? Well, that's stupid too. So anyway, the reason why Sith Sith lightsabers are red is because if they if a Sith uh, or anybody attuned with the dark side of the Force uh, gets their hands on a raw crystal, it it turns it turns the natural balance of 
energy in that crystal dark and it turns it red which is called bleeding the blade so that's in this book right that's not in this book it's in another book but they kind of touch on it a little bit in this book i give like lightsabers too much credit that's why i like the whole thing that like she touches it and she like has like an acid flashback of all this stuff. That's if she were to touch the raw... If, imagine if she were to touch the raw blade, and she just touched the freaking It's hilt. just a, like a sword. Anyone can use it. What's his name? Um, Ray... Finn. Not Finn. Finn's but walking makes, around. Now it makes sense why she why she touched the lightsaber and she had and she had a Force flashback. Because if the kyber crystal really is so attuned to the Force that its user can harness its energy... <sighs> It would make sense that it would be able to. No, no that's midichlorian. Too much it, like information garbage stuff right there. That's a damn laser sword in space. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm just telling you this. They they give more explanation of kyber crystals, oh. like not just their sole Jedi <laughs> use, but as their natural use as an energy as an alternative energy source, and how that energy can be harnessed as a weapon as well. <laughs> no, no, stop! Oh, it's so stupid. They make that canon. They put that much information, but they take out um, Darth Raven. They take him out. They he take was like, this close to being canon. Yeah, but no, they didn't. But they're too busy making stupid backstory you know for they, lightsabers. You know what? Uh, they, um, Dave Filoni, the the showrunner and creator of Star Wars: Clone Wars and Rebels, the animated series. Yeah, they could put him in, but then it didn't. And they didn't put him. What's his name? Um, the badass from that. Star Wars 64 game that everyone likes. Darth Bane? No, no, no. The hero. He was, um, remember the blaster? What was, oh, God, what was it called? 64. Shadow the Empire. His ship was in, uh, the can, um, in the new Cantina reboot stuff. Uh, who are you talking about? Uh, Shadow the Empire on 64. You're young. Ah, terrible nerds. Anyway, that's just... Dude, that's old, man. That's like Catalyst is a very good book. It... And it gives you a lot of information to it leading up to Rogue One. Yeah. Without spoiling the damn movie. Oh, good. And that is my review of Catalyst. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> Bleed the blade. Bleed the, whatever. Well, we're going to go watch this movie, so thank you for listening. Um, make sure you uh, subscribe to our show on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. Give us comments. Did we do a quote? Oh, yeah. Um, the quote for this uh, Nerdy News quote was, Station. Just give him the freaking title, why don't you? That was a hard one. That was not, that is not a hard one. I'm going to make next week so difficult that Bill you can... Bill Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, my God. You actually got that one. Yes, because I... Uh, station. Station. Yay. Yeah. A lot of people didn't get it. I actually had to post it a second time. Did you get it yet, Adrian? No. I, when I watched Bill and Ted, it was when it originally came out, practically, so... It, God said it. So, I'm, I'm just saying. I no, just, okay. Yeah. So, Michael Dagonia, thank you for listening, and thank you for getting the quote right. I'm going to make it extra hard so everyone gives me shit next time. So, thank you for listening to us. Uh, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, tell your friends. Um, I don't know. If you have any questions for us, put it on the Facebook page. Maybe we can answer it and do another new segment. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for listening to us. I'm William Jerk. And I am Bill Ted Esquay. Yeah, he fucked up. Uh, Philip uh, Ted. Oh yeah. yeah, I am Ted. <laughs> I am Ted Theodore Preston Esquire. I think you mixed them together now. I did. I don't remember. I am Bill. Uh, Bill S. Preston. There Esquire. You go. I, I am, am Ted Theodore Logan, and together we are Wild, wild Stallions. Stallions. We are the Lone Rangers.
Now, <laughs> uh, where's that one from? That's from Airheads. There we go. How are you lone rangers? There's three of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Good night. Oh, and Adrian. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Adrian's here, yeah, too. And I'm yeah. It was nice getting to be on this, actually, for once. So. Yeah, we might do a new show with us, me and Adrian, called um, Hell, Hell Nobra. Station. Hell Nobra. Hell Nobra. You guys can throw anything but that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Cut the head off the snake. Two more take its place. Hell Nobra. Hydra. Hydra. Hell Nobra. All right, have a good night. Good night. Hail Hydra.